You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Sunday evening, Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. And I noticed, I think it was on Friday, there was a little dip in the listenership. And I think it's because people are running around doing Christmas things. Now, I had a discussion uh, with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays. And I think, I think Mike Moore has mentioned it publicly, but he might take a little time off during the holidays throw up some reruns maybe do a short show here and there he deserves it folks he's been going non-stop for almost three years with his podcast and i don't know what's it been holy crap five six years seven years something since he launched true pundit the site that kicked off his podcast but over here at the dustin gold center as far as i know folks because we're not going to travel this year for christmas because willie g just won't appreciate it. And every 17 seconds, we'll have to stop to either breastfeed him or change his diaper. So that's not going to work. So we're going to stay here with my wife and my mother-in-law. And then on Christmas Eve, they're actually going to cook a traditional Polish dinner, ladies and gentlemen. Polish Catholic. There won't be any meat, which uh, I don't like because I'm a meat eater, ladies and gentlemen. But then on Christmas Eve, uh day as my sister invited us over to their house for christmas eve they're having my brother-in-law's parents over uh and unfortunately they already made plans to cook the polish dinner so we're going to stay in for christmas eve and then on christmas i'm going to cook uh some steaks i'm going to do a lobster mac and cheese we're going to do a uh mozzarella basil tomato salad i'm going to make some fresh bread my mother-in-law is going to make a traditional polish cake my wife's working on hors d'oeuvres my sister's going to bring some salads so we're going to do a little christmas gathering here my mom and stepfather live in uh, texas my father lives in connecticut they came here for thanksgiving so they're not going to come and visit so uh, i'm going to keep cranking out episodes so if you guys are bored uh you get through all of mike moore's reruns and you want to check something out we're going to keep pumping out new information i'm going to try to work a lot of interviews in there i may experiment with doing a call-in show over the next couple of weeks maybe during uh between christmas and new year's but i figure what the heck we're still newer we have to work hard we've got to keep the uh, new content just coming out ladies and gentlemen and try to grow this show so we can make it a success in 2023 we're number 17 in ireland Uh, i'd like to get to at least number 16 all right folks enough of the chit chat enough of the chit chat let's get to this international monetary fund central bank digital currencies for financial inclusion risks and rewards and this is from october 14th 2022 so let's jump right into this for those of you at the video audience over at pain.tv slash gold you're going to be able to watch the video for those of you in the audio only audience on the free side of the podcast what are you waiting for join pain.tv slash gold it's a great value folks You're going to get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast as well as the Thomas Paine podcast, and you're going to be able to download the app or log into the website. It works like Facebook, but it's not built on Facebook. It's uh, 
totally separate from any other social media companies, all right? So you can meet like-minded folks who are fans of this show and the Thomas Paine Podcast. You can join groups, start groups, educate each other, learn from each other, share recipes, gardening tips, everything else. It's a pretty active community of a couple thousand people, so feel free to check it out. And then uh, treat yourself. This Christmas, you can buy the basic or you can buy the uh, hot wire, which is Mike Moore's highest level of intelligence. People love it, folks. Believe it or not, over 50% of the folks join the hot wire. So check that out, and then it helps us out for Christmas because it puts a little bit of food on our table, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody has to pay for that uh, lobster I have to buy to break up and throw into the lobster mac and cheese. Luckily, lobster this year is a lot cheaper than it has been. I, it's not cheap, but thirteen ninety nine a pound, so I can get one bigger lobster for like $25. I could swing that. Everybody's kicking in. My wife, my mother-in-law, my sister, my brother-in-law, everybody's going to throw in some money for the Christmas dinner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. So up on the stage, we have Chris. Remember, she is the managing director of the International Monetary Fund. She's going to kick off the conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Joining me happily to say we are so so excited to have you. Uh, it is really a happy moment for us uh, to welcome Her Majesty Queen Maxima, who has spared no effort to be a champion for financial inclusion, especially financial inclusion of women. Uh, she is uh, uh, a special advocate for inclusive finance for development for the Secretary General. By the way, he is also here at the World Bank right now. Uh, and uh, she has used her incredible star power to improve the lives of hundreds of millions of people. It gives me tremendous pleasure to give the floor to Her Majesty Queen Maxima uh, to talk to us as she always does with incredible clarity about the um, CBDCs and financial inclusion. What are the risks? What are the rewards? Ladies and gentlemen of the IMF and guests, Please welcome Queen Maxima. All right, so Chris invites Queen Maxima up to speak. She says she is a woman of great clarity, unlike Chris, as you can see. And as you may have noticed during the World Economic Forum panel discussion on CBDCs. And so Queen is going to come up here. I told you she's a big proponent of the central bank digital currency. So let's listen to her speak uh, because she opens up this panel discussion. And then you're going to see all the other characters, Kathy, Bo, Ceci, Vera, and Perry uh, talk about central bank digital currencies. A lot of important information. I mean, whenever I'm watching these, I feel like I'm sitting there in the middle of a uh, star chamber. 
of these high-ranking folks. They come out there. They're all millionaires, billionaires and stuff, talking about how much they love us and they're going to include us in all of their new schemes and scams. You'll see in the World Government Conference we're going to air in a couple episodes from now, the way that these guys try to make it seem like they're building a decentralized government for us (laughs) to give us more power. Right, right. The guys in power are going to give us their power i don't think so ladies and gentlemen so she's going to come up here and i I think i want you to think about these guys i mean these are technocrats a lot of these people i've read stuff on them they support transhumanist elements and so whether they know they are or not they support this stuff they fund this type of research they fund frankenstein experiments but the book that that guy wrote that my wife read was called economic hitman And he said he was this sort of unwitting economic hitman. I want you to think of these people as economic terrorists. These are economic terrorists. All right. They sit out there at the top of the food chain. I mean, the top of the public food chain. Right. This is what we're allowed to see. But this is not the WWE Republican versus Democrat stuff on TV. These are the world bankers, the central bankers. They get together. They have these committees. They have these discussions. They're the ones building the technologies. They're the ones setting the policies. They're the ones funding the wars, funding the financial collapses, sending in their bankers to seal the deal and take over territories and countries and natural resources. These are the economic terrorists. Now, who they work for? I mean, who's behind the scenes at the IMF, the World Bank, and the BIS? I mean, ask Wide Awake Jim. He would tell you it's the Rockefellers. There's people that think it's the Rothschilds. People think it's the Illuminati. Whatever that may be. I mean, we can dig deeper and deeper into this stuff. But right now, at least the puppets that sit out there in front of us, these are the people that are higher ranking than any of the elected officials here in the United States, including the President of the United States. These are the people that are building the technocratic infrastructure. So please think of these people as economic terrorists. That's what they are. All right, here we go. Let's bring up the queen. Well, with such an introduction, I hope I do not uh, um, say something that is not uh, up below your expectations, Cristalina. Thank you so much for having me here. Because it is a pleasure to be back with you in person at this year's annual meeting, finally in person. These are difficult times for people everywhere. And we're all seeking new ways to tackle the challenges before us, from COVID to conflict to inflation to climate change. Okay, okay, so just pause there for a minute, folks. So we're tackling all these problems. COVID land, the high school theater production, inflation, and climate change. All 100% orchestrated at the highest levels of international government. Would you not say that is true? COVID land, the high school theater production, whether COVID the cold, COVID the flu is real or not, we know that it was planned ahead of time. We know that the response to it was planned ahead of time. We know that it was completely orchestrated across all levels. All right, including the mRNA jab, which we know was not something that was cooked up in a couple of months and put out there. They've been working on it for years. So you have COVID land, the high school theater production orchestrated, right? 
You have World Economic Forum and the rest of these folks already knew this was coming long ago. Then you have what she says, inflation. Inflation is created by the central banks, all right? Completely orchestrated. And then you have the climate change hustle she talks about. All fake. A complete fake industry. Wide Awake Jim has blown them out of the water. Fake all the way from the fact that CO2 pollution is a lie. Even the folks at the United Nations that write about this stuff admit it. Buried in there, thousands of pages of documents, they admit it. And then the whole industry is a giant grift. It just creates buy-in from all these grifters to get them on board with pushing forward the marketing behind the grift. And so they can use climate change to take over countries, to come in and build infrastructure as an excuse to give them loans and steal their resources, to then push forward with all kinds of nonsensical stuff that creates problems, and then eventually leads us into a carbon-based central bank digital currency system, which really comes out of technocracy incorporated back in 1933 to 1938, their energy certificate, which we've reviewed in depth on this show. So I'm not going to go talk about it right now. Let's Let's go back to the Queen, ladies and gentlemen, talking about the orchestrated problems by the central bankers that lead us into the solutions, which is just more, more technological, technocratic prison planet control. These are the economic terrorists that allow the technocrats to continue to further advance and build this matrix prison planet around us. You know what, folks? Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll play the queen straight through. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. And folks, we are going to return right here to the Queen, Queen Maxima. At the International Monetary Fund October 14, 2022 Conference on Central Bank Digital Currencies. All hail the Queen! In that context, the rise of inclusive finance offers a genuine good news story. Finally, some good news. Over the last decade, a quarter of the world's adult population has gained access to financial services. Today, 76% of adults globally are now in some way financially included. Okay, so you're going to see this is a running theme. This is a lie. This is part of the grift. This is part of the marketing campaign, part of the adoption, right? So everything that they're going to talk about, you're going to just you're going to see this and you have seen it through discussions that we've done on central bank digital currencies over the last 10 episodes. They talk about financial inclusion. All right, and the idea behind this, ladies and gentlemen, is that there are certain people who are unbanked or underbanked, and they've been using this scheme for many years. I'm not going to get into it uh, in depth right now, but you're supposed to believe there is a guy under a bridge who lives in a cardboard box who cannot have a bank account. 
who wants one and his life will be better because he can have one. Now, I'm going to be able to show you the numbers coming out of the banking industry here in the United States on how many people are actually unbanked and how many people don't want to be banked. That information is actually published because they don't trust the banks. So there are people like, say, me and you, if we figured out how to live without being connected to the banks, they would call us unbanked and then say they're going to bring us a system of central bank digital currency in order to bank us. And now we're going to be included, you know, because the wealthy people are philanthropists that love us and our lives will get better if we can put our money in a bank and allow them to monitor us and decide what we could buy and not buy and then charge us transaction fees uh, and charge us every time we're moving and transferring money around yeah that that's a good thing so this is going to be one of their running scams you're going to hear it over and over again the unbanked and the underbanked and then people that are generally good natured but they're not that smart not that educated not well researched they'll sit there and watch something like this or a clip on on uh, social media and they'll go oh my god this queen she is amazing She is trying to help the guy who lives under the bridge in a cardboard box get a bank account at Wells Fargo or Bank of America or Chase. Oh, that's so amazing because his life will be so much better when he has a bank account and a debit card. Now, I'm telling you, folks, and what is the fascination with people loving the royalty, the kings and the queens. I know so many people in my personal life, they love to watch, what is it, Meghan and Harry. You know, they can make a documentary on Prince Charles, you know, playing backgammon uh, in the back of the palace. People think that's so awesome. Oh, the royal family. Oh, the royal wedding is on. The royal. Oh, you mean the people who actually rule over other people and they could bring them out into a town square and just kill them if they don't like them? Oh, yes, let's worship these people. Oh, look at the queen's dress. Oh, that's a $74,000 dress and a $29,000 watch she's wearing. Oh, it's so gorgeous. I don't know what people's fascination is with worshiping these authoritarian overlords. Folks, get over it. Queen Maxima, give me a break. I mean, even that, what's, what's her name? The one that uh, Michael Jackson supposedly had a relationship with, Princess Diana. I think people still, they people watch documentaries and movies on this nonsense. I mean, these people are part of royalty. They are the haves, you're the have-nots. They're the people who put their boot on your neck. I mean, who gives a crap about these people? I don't understand it myself. But uh, let's get back to the queen, ladies and gentlemen. This has provided billions of people with new opportunities to build resilience, weather shocks, and invest in a more prosperous future. Today, we're here to discuss a potential new tool that many see as an opportunity to include, increase inclusion even further. Now, 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 this is the scam there. So she's talking about all these people that were unbanked or underbanked, and now they'll have an opportunity to invest in their future. But then she's going to roll right into central bank digital currencies, that if that becomes the main form of payment right payment from your boss to you or your client to you and then you to the store or you to the e-commerce website there will be no ability to build wealth because it's expirable 
it goes right back to Technocracy Incorporated's energy certificate. No ability to build wealth. So you won't be able to invest in anything. It's a total scam. They send the queen out there to sell this nonsense to people. And they send her out to Africa for photo ops. And she goes, oh, look at this little kid in this African village who lives in a mud hut who has 14 rings around his neck and a giant plate in his lip and a loincloth. And underneath, he has his uh, pecker wrapped up with a corn stalk. And she goes, look, we just got him a smartphone. And he's able to now have an account at uh, Credit Suisse. Oh, we saved the world. We introduced him to materialism and consumerism. But now that he knows what money is, he's poor. He's in poverty because he doesn't have the money to be able to build the credit to go out and get a $934 a month payment alone on a BMW. See, he's poor. When before, the kid was doing just fine. Right, He was scratching some mosquitoes off his back, drinking some river water, and uh, eating grubs. He was doing great. Then you introduce him to a Disney Channel backpack and uh, Grand Theft Auto on his uh, smartphone, and now you say he's in poverty. So we have to come in, and now to get him out of poverty, we have to build a technological prison planet technocracy around him, and that will help him rise out of poverty when in fact they're making him a slave to the system for all of eternity all right enough about that folks back to the queen central banks around the world are considering whether to issue their own digital currencies or cbdc's and are eager to understand the opportunities and risks that they might bring if designed and implemented with inclusion in mind cbdc's could offer many options to expand access to the underbanked and to serve the vulnerable and the poor. Okay, pause there. I'm sorry, this is just rich, rich with propaganda. So she says right there, if it's designed, if central bank digital currency system is designed with inclusion in mind, all right, then it can serve the unbanked, the underbanked, and all these poor people. When they say if it's designed with inclusion in mind, what she's talking about is if there's a central bank digital currency, how can they get all the people that live in mud huts in Africa and South America and rural places right here in the United States, how can they make sure that they have some sort of a visa card or some sort of a smart device or some sort of a rice-sized chip implanted in their hand, which is real and not conspiracy theory. They're already doing it. So I don't want to hear people say we talk about conspiracy theories. I only cover stuff that's in the news. I only cover their white papers, their speeches. I give my opinion at times, but it is all built off of the information that they publish. Publicly sourced intelligence. Okay, open intelligence. So she's saying if they build this with inclusion in mind, what she means is that they need to be able to make sure that everyone, including in a mud hut village, is able to have a device in their hand so they can trade the currency back and forth. 
right? Imagine being someone in an African village who never even held a paper fiat dollar in their hand. You just trade back and forth with pine cones or with dried up bugs. I don't know what they use. And next thing you know, they're going to walk up and hand you a smart device or come up there with a gun and inject a rice-sized chip into your hand, and you're trading CBDC back and forth. That's what inclusion means. They want to have close to 100% of the people on this planet banking within this system. Otherwise, there's pockets of people they can't control. And the bankers are all about power and are all about control. It's not about money. Money is the means of control. See, if they're the ones printing the dollars on an old Heidelberg printing press, or they're the ones minting these digital tokens in cyberspace, they control the money. As long as we have faith in the money, meaning we're willing to accept the money, then the money is real. It's only real because we accept it from each other. Then they can say they're worth whatever they want. They can say they're worth 20 quadrillion digital tokens because we accept the money, meaning they could come into your store and spend 20 quadrillion tokens, and as long as you take it, they were worth 20 quadrillion tokens. They make the money, so the money means nothing to them. The money is a system of control for them, and as long as the 99% that have no clue what's going on accept the money, the 1% will always be wealthy. They're trying to put into place place a tighter system of control and power over the people that's what they're building with central bank digital currency this is the systematic control of the means of production and the distribution of digital uh, the distri- yeah, digital goods and services the distribution of goods and services that's what this is folks down to the the tiniest transaction when you go buy uh, a little cardboard container of of little tomatoes at the farm stand they want to be able to control that they want to be able to know about that that's what this is let's continue with the queen but they also pose new challenges and risks which will require sound approaches to overcome so i am encouraged that we're doing our homework and proceeding with a certain caution financial inclusion often starts but does not end with the ability to make and receive payments. As we know, traditional financial services create many roadblocks for the poor, such as high transaction fees, minimum account balances, or formal proof of identification. New new digital financial services also face obstacles for the poor, such as low level of trust in digital systems, lack of smartphones, above, uh, certainly among certain groups, among other challenges. You see, she even admits it right there. She's not advocating on behalf of the poor people. She is talking to the elites, folks. I don't even, I think it's like a few thousand people watch this video on YouTube. She's talking to the elites. She's talking to the bankers. She's laying out the problems. This is the same way Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the World Economic Forum, talks. He's talking to the elites. You watch the video and you think she's talking to you. She's not talking to you. She's telling the elites that we need to keep in mind that the poor people 
the plebs, the freaking peasants, don't have smartphones. They are somewhat leery to technologies. They don't fully trust us. So if we're going to put this system into place, we face some risks. And the risks are people that are going to reject this system of total control. And so we have to keep that in mind while we are building the system, while we are creating this system. How are we going to drive all these poor people in? How are we going to be inclusive, meaning including everyone into the system of complete and total control. She mentions transactions and bank fees and minimum balances in the current commercial bank structure. That's because the commercial banks need to turn a profit for themselves. This is why the central banks want to eventually push the commercial banks out of it, or they're going to subsidize them and basically use them as hubs to manage the individual private accounts. You could see the writing on the wall. If you've been paying attention the last 10 episodes, we've been covering a lot, really educating ourselves on this system, folks. I'm telling you, this is how they're going to do it. So when she says inclusion, and she's talking about the poor, She's not advocating on behalf of the poor. She is telling the central bankers, we need to build this system in a way that we're going to draw everyone into the system, down to the last mud hut guy in some uh, village in Mexico. We need to make sure everyone is on this system. If we're going to do this, we need to do it right. We need to be inclusive ladies and gentlemen i'll be back tomorrow for episode 110 i hope you have a wonderful monday my name is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold the matrix is a computer generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.